This is Joe's track. This is this is Joe's track. This is Joe's track. This is this is Joe's track. This is Joe's track. This is this is Joe's track. This is Joe's track. Turn this into an intro song for the Valley Cat. I don't care what my parents say. I'm gonna do it with vigor. I don't care what my parents say. It's like epic rap battle. A little bit. Vigor. I don't care. But like drunk and stoned and a little hit by a car. Yeah. That. Do whatever you want with it. Do whatever you want with it. That's what that was lovely. Did. Thank you. That comes from Tony. Today's intro comes from Tony on SoundCloud. That's T O E space K N E E. Very, very clever. And on Reddit, he is Tony Mula. So thank you for that. Um, we have the most talented fan base because we say, hey, here's an idea for a stupid thing you could do for the next intro, and a bunch of people will do it. Somebody did the sad, like, do yeah. a minor key of a song when we asked for that. It's yep. amazing. And it happens uh, immediately. Every time yeah. I'm like, well, no one's really going to do it. And then every time, very little searching. pulls through. Ellie, Thank you very much. Do you want to throw out a, a challenge for the next intro? Um, yeah, I would love for the uh, the next intro to, um, hmm, what would I like? I would like some kind of a... Ooh, think out of the box. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I got it. I don't know how, how out of the box this is, but I would love a, like, pop punk, like, uh, something that sounds like... Blink 182's parents just got divorced, <laughs> okay. but it's us about, but it's about the Valley folks. So some kind of like getting divorced. Yeah, you know, like um, yeah. <laughs> what's that song? What is that song? So here's your holiday. Oh yeah, yeah. Hope you. Yeah, yeah, I would like that, but in the sound of like <laughs> Stephen Elliot Lee. Be you, fun. I think you just made the intro. I think we're I think we're set. Yeah, challenge, you can take that. Yeah. Challenge taken and accepted and also um, finished. So we're can't wait. <laughs> It's now I definitely right. feel like it's not going to happen. So yeah. now my, my fingers are crossed. Hello, Hi, everybody. everybody. Oh, we did it together. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Valley Cast, the podcast that is put on by the Valley folk. Um, this is a very special episode, Joe. It is. Are you, how are you feeling? I feel slightly weird. I feel slightly weird. Prior, I was slightly anxious, but now mm-hmm. that I'm in it, I'm like, oh, it's fine. We're yeah, good. it's totally fine. Yeah, um, for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, this is a podcast that we do typically with our good friends and business partners, Lee Newton and Steve Zaragoza, and we each bring a topic to the table and we discuss it. This is kind of an experimental episode because Lee and Steve are in New York City prepping for our sold-out show at the Bell House in Brooklyn, and uh, by Sunday prepping, night. I mean they are roaming around New York and enjoying it. And so we're here, and I thought this would be an excellent opportunity to explore, um, talk about the Valley Folk, talk about your experience, Joe, with it, your experience uh, uh, maybe in comparison to where you came from, what kind of year you've had. We're right. going to do kind of a year Let's do a little one-on-one together. A little yeah. one-on-one year in review. Try to be I can't as wait. honest and candid about it at all as possible. Yes. Um, say all the dark secrets all about the dark Lee se- and Steve now that they're not of here. Of course. And absolutely, I know you might be thinking, well, what about Lee and Steve's opinion? You know, it's just the two of you. How do we know what they have to say? And the answer is that it doesn't matter. <laughs> Our opinion matters because we're the ones on this episode of the podcast. Oh. And they have their own opinions and you can ask them. Yeah, and give them a call. We'll, we'll, give them a call. Their numbers are 555555555. But we also want to say a, a big shout out as always to our patrons who fuel yes. this. They fuel the company. They fuel everything. That's uh, patreon.com slash the Valley Folk. Please come be a part of the family because we have some exciting announcements about yes. it. We, uh, we, we, we're, we're so excited. We're going to get into this. We're going to get a lot of stuff with Patreon uh, probably in this conversation. But one of the things that's happening is the uh, first episode of Uncanny 
Valley went up today. Uh, we're recording this on December 13th, um, and it's for our VIP and up patrons, and there's all sorts of reasons behind that, which we'll get into, but basically it's a show where one of us sits down with a puppet, usually for Nesto or Scuzz. One and of the two. One of the two, and uh, we alternate, and we show videos, sometimes from the past, sometimes from SourceFed, sometimes from uh, you know the first... Uh, Things that we've done in our, in our priors. Yeah, and so the first episode is uh, me showing for Nesto, Santa Steve, uh, and we don't know, somebody on screen doesn't know what the video is, and we react to it, and it's very fun. Yeah. Um, I said, spoilers. My, nothing uh, crazy. You had me react to a Bratz and Bretta video, one of my old yeah. school favorites, and I didn't know that he was going to do that. When, I, when Elliot first pitched this show and that he wanted to do it, I, was, I went, what? Is it? And then he said what it is, and then I said, I don't get it. <laughs> but from... All of my learnings at SourceFed and my time at Smosh, I've always been somebody that's that encourages creativity. And I was just like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's make it. And once we made it, I fell in love with it. It's really cool. It's fun. And I'm excited to like, it's going to give me an excuse to learn how to edit more. It's kind of me because we don't have, uh, you know, a lot of uh, employees. And so I and We have I a also, wonderful Kevin. We have a wonderful Kate, but we don't want to drown them in everything. We Yeah. And I'm excited to learn how to edit because I don't know um, how to do any of that. And so... So he's going to learn. This is that. But anyway, yeah. So, um, so anyway. there you go. Way to set the bar low with the quality <laughs> that they can expect from the It'll, show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know you how are to, welcome. I don't know how to edit it, but I'm going to edit it yep. for you. Please come support us on Patreon. Yeah, there's going to be some editing mistakes, and I'm excited about it. So, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, well, real quick, uh, speaking of support, oh, let's just jump right in with this really quick. This episode is brought to you by MeUndies, our favorite sponsor. They're amazing. They've been with us from the start. They're yes. really Oh, really? Have, are they like the... Yeah, they're like cool. our, they're our original OGs of, uh, of, of the Valley Cast support system and so one thank you to them and two if you guys have any last minute holiday shopping needs these guys are perfect uh, they're the comfiest underwear any of us have ever worn lounge pants shirts pants lounge pants shirts they're all great if you're interested for yourself a little gift or a gift for your loved ones this is a great way to go real quick me undies uses coveted micro model micromodal fabric which is three times softer than cotton and that's true if you've never used this uh, felt oh, this fabric get ready nice. to experience pure groinal bliss yeah, that's good that's a really <laughs> funny i was gonna say something like that and they beat no they know what they're groinal doing. bliss everybody uh groinal you can get bliss. a bunch of styles they have these cool prints that uh, that are sending all the time they're holiday themed and they also got normal everyday underwear so for me i'm a princeman elliot likes the solid color i like solid color. we're wearing space. them right now here i'll pull mine out for you yeah i think i've pulled these out before these are not the only ones i wear but i got the uh, star wars prints you see that i mean mine are just zoom dark. in right there very nice. Yeah, and then um, you got some dark blues. It's I very have dark cool. blues. I, I won't show you, but they are dark navy blues. And I've they sent me some for uh, the holidays, which is really nice. And I I haven't had a pair yet. I haven't had an actual pair of MeUndies underwear. And um, oh, now you're happy. They're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And well, I'll add something after you. You're converted. This. Dark navy blues also was an unreleased Ray Charles song. Okay, nice. Um, so was a a groinal bliss. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, they're on the great the B sides, yeah. the C sides from Ray Charles. <laughs> um, anyways, you get these for the holiday season. You can use them as stocking stocking stuffers. You can put put them in a legit box that's not a stocking stuffer, or get them year round and just hide them around the house and let them uh, let them find them throughout the year. Mm -hmm. uh, so right now, MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. Any first time purchasers, when you purchase any MeUndies, you get fifteen percent off and free shipping. Order by twelve sixteen for free shipping in time for Christmas. This is a no-brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies, undies you will ever put on. So to get that 15% off your first pair, free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee and groinal bliss, go to meundies.com slash valley. That is meundies.com slash 
Valley. Do it for don't do it for the other podcasts. You're do it for only do us. Do it for us. It's only better. Us. And um, the underwear uh, makes my groin area not only feel blissful, but it is a good uh, fit. <clears throat> Does it make for your... everything that's down there? And oh. it's a nice. I haven't experienced till today was the first day and I put it on and I was like, oh yeah. yeah. And so it really is uh, great. So anyway, right. the whole experience is great. Groinal bliss leads to groinal piss. So. Joe, what are we doing? I don't know. What are uh, we doing? You you had you had an idea about how you wanted this conversation to go, so kick it I off. I had baby. some, some the topics. I wanna just I wanna dive in to a little bit of where we're at, where we're headed, what we're doing, what our hopes are, what our dreams are, what our fears are, uh, stresses, exciting things, so, stuff we're super Within proud of. Within the world of, of uh, professional living. Of what we do. It's been a big year. We're wrapping it up. We're literally about at the year mark, by mm-hmm. the way. We, we officially launched January 2nd. Yeah, uh, well, I want right? to say it was like 8th. Wasn't it the was 8th? It, okay, so the beginning of January we launched, but we were knee deep in discussions around this time sixth yeah. we had shot like our first announcement video scrapped that because it was crap it was very bad we looked at it and we, you could tell that we were nervous we were angry tense. we yep. were tense there was it our felt whole mantra stupid. it our, felt like yeah what are we doing our whole mantra of friendship was was steamrolled by our presence on screen yeah. because there was nothing about friendship in that first video no it was i mean we're you're over it was bad. You're overhating it a little bit, but it definitely was unusable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm cur- like clarified. No, it was pretty. It was as bad, bad as you're saying it was. It was pretty bad. Um, so we did a second one. We launched the Patreon, and we don't really talk about this a lot, uh, and a lot about kind of w- all of what the behind the scenes stuff. I don't know that pe- we tend to not think people care, and they may not. Um, but I think it's an interesting discussion. I think discussion, there is a portion now. that does. I think yep. there's a portion that cares about it in a, a friendship way. Like, I mm-hmm. want to know how my friends got to where they wanted to be. I think there's a portion that cares about it on the creative side. Like, how did all this stuff uh, come to be in the shows? Mm-hmm. And, and what are you guys doing to make sure that the funny survives? But then I think there is a really a big slice of people that want to know how the business side of it works. I've had a lot of questions about that. And I always answer with <laughs> figuring it out. <laughs> For those... Uh... Not Keeping it a shot. Listening or watching, Kate is holding her hand up. Kate made. Kate, Kate is has made. I can't true. wait to see it. I'm very nervous about it, but yeah. she made a documentary. Are kind you of happy about with the documentary, we're, Kate? We're doing. Kate would like to add a little more. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Kate wants to add a little more. What do you think you need to add? A little more interviews. A little more interviews, like with us or with other people. Okay. We can work Yo, with you to get the yeah. footage. Kate um, needs do a you bit want more one-on-one interview time? You want my agent's email? Cool. Do you want my agent's email, and I can you can just I don't really. We can coordinate schedules. Yeah. Does that sound good? Great. <laughs> I would love to be more in your documentary, Kate, um, because I love attention. So anyway, uh, we we're going to talk a little bit about this, but let's start generally, Joe. Okay. Valley folk, what what's going on? How are you? You're at a party. So you're, you're at a you're seeing somebody kind of as cr- like loosely aware of what you're doing uh they've seen maybe a video you want me to give the honest answer that i give to everybody right now when people um, ask me is that th- what you give is that an honest i will give you the honest answer that i always say this is but like oh i would love to hear the difference i would love to hear the difference between like i think there's a difference the between official answer and yeah like uh, here like on a on a podcast or when we're talking about it um when we think we're being honest it's i think we lean into the uh it's really fun it's the excitement and and you should lean into that. And then we kind of talk about the growing pains. But when I'm at a party or a family member asks me, I literally say, it's the most 
anxiety-inducing, stressful, exciting time. Yeah. It really is. And that's because we have we have thrown our everything into this. It's mm-hmm. not just being creative. It's being creative and running a business. And then when you're doing that, the small things seem so big. Mm-hmm. And when you're worrying about the small things, you're not worrying about the creative. But the problem is, is that the product is the creative. So I'm running around, and you guys know, and we've talked about this before, I tend to do a lot of the minutiae for mm-hmm. the group. Like I take on a lot of the um, administrative stuff, emailing, and I'm not saying I'm good at it, it's just I'm the one that'll do it. Well, you kind of are like the the unofficial patriarch of the uh, the family of the Valley Folk. Like when people, right. I mean, if it's the one thing I think that I outsource to you the most is anything to do with this, with the landlord, with the any rent or like the our neighbors here, like the office stuff. And you're just I saying want nothing to There's do. There's all that. that stuff that we've never worried about before <laughs> while while mm-hmm. approaching a creative <clears throat> endeavor before. Yeah. So. It's stressful and excruciating at times because we just want to worry about being funny. We want to worry about making the best product and saying mm-hmm. the dumbest thing on a couch and then like watching edits and stuff like that. And in the past, that's even at Smosh, like when I worked there and it was more of a behind the scenes production role, I still knew what my path was, even though there was more responsibility, yeah. but there was a certain path. Here, we're our day to day is forking constantly. Mm-hmm. You'll start on one thing and then you get distracted by the this thing on the left and this thing on the right and Rarely well, is it all creative. We also have like a, a very interesting kind of um, like if you're at a regular job, it's like you kind of have a path and you're like work hard, do the job, get promoted. And like any job where you're employed, that's going to happen. And you kind of have like a, a system that like you mm-hmm. fall into. But for us, the metrics of success are so varied even amongst the four of us. Like right. what I would define as success isn't always what you would define as success and certainly not Lee or Steve, obviously. That goes without saying throughout this conversation. There's just us, me speaking as me and Joe speaking as Joe. Right. But um, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, there's total like... You know what we're battling? Afraid. Well, as you're spe- saying that, Ourselves. what comes to my mind? Exactly. But what we're battling in it is, I don't want to say, we, we tend to like be like, ooh, we suck at business or whatever. I don't think we suck. I think we're learning. And I think, I don't like saying that we're bad at things. I like, I, sh- I think we should say we're trying to get better at things, right? But what we're battling in this world of making the Valley folk work outside of just being a creative endeavor, but being our professional endeavors and everything that we're putting our lives on mm-hmm. right now is a sense of idealism versus reality. Like there's something we all want this to be and it's different for all four of us and that's also a struggle trying to take those four things and slam them together into a unified front that we move forward with where everybody's happy, which is impossible. Mm-hmm. As we've talked about, this is what I worry about and Elliot's like, stop worrying about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this idealistic Joe version. just gave you 11 months of conversations summed <laughs> up into yeah. two sentences. There's like an idealistic version of this for everybody. We There's a certain thing we want to make. And let's say that unified thing, let's say it is couches, it is a new show, it is a podcast. Mm-hmm. We know, speaking right now, candidly, that that's not good enough to keep this thing alive. Mm-hmm. And we need to grow and we need to adapt. And we're, not, we're trying to figure out what that ad- adaptation is. Is mm-hmm. it streaming more? Is it taking it off of YouTube completely? Which, on an idealistic side, is something we don't want to do. We love doing it. We mm-hmm. love making it because it's what we've done for the past 12 years and the way we've done it. And it makes us happy when we do it. It's also where it's where our are. fans are. Yeah. It's, where, it's where we're at. But... We need to find a way to do that better or do something along with it. And that's mm-hmm. the business side of it. And, and that's trying new things and not being afraid to take risks. But then we go back to the little things that I was talking about. And a little risk, like let's try this thing, feels so big sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because now the Valley Folk is our house of cards. Yeah. 
you know? And if you f- take out one of those cards because you did the wrong thing, like cut all the wires in the office and then you don't sleep about it for six weeks. Yeah. It's because it feels like it's, it could tumble everything. Um, yeah. <clears throat> You're very right. How are you feeling creatively? Creatively. This is fun. It's like a fun little interview that yeah. I feel like, uh, thank you for being here, Joe. I think creatively there's like a, it's like a, like a polygraph test of spikes yeah, and, you're lying constantly. and dips, right? Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's like some days it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I did that thing I wanted to do and that's a really high spike. Yep. And then and other times you make, other times you make concessions, but those concessions aren't bad things because sometimes my high spikes are things like the review video we did. It was a high spike for me because it was Lee's idea and I loved it and we got to make it and we all enjoyed making it. And then there was a little low spike after it because it didn't hit like we wanted mm-hmm, it to, mm-hmm, right? You mm-hmm. put all your eggs into these little baskets at times and sometimes the baskets drop. Yeah. Right? But I was really happy we made it and we're going to make more, you know? And we'll just thumb them better and we'll title them better. And, but overall, I think, I think I get my creative rocks off a lot um on supporting you guys and making things and that's how i've always kind of been when i get to help make an elliot idea and mm-hmm. i can improve it or uh put myself into it in some way same with steve same with lee that that's great i'm a little more hesitant to and you know this i think i'm a little bit more hesitant to push my own creative agenda i don't know man i think uh in terms of i mean maybe yeah i would say i would agree with what you're saying but you also don't i mean you so many of the videos that have hit like what was it just hit 100 um which for us is very good. Um, the the b- 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 it was your I think it was oh your, trivia bidet yeah trivia bidet which yeah, yeah. you've been talking about for a while and everyone's kind of like all right man uh, yeah we don't want to do this <laughs> yeah but it's the same thing with anything anytime it's like the birthday of Joe was Lee's script and and it's like it becomes this thing where I don't know the the dream scenario I think for me is everybody gets to make the stuff that they want and I think that like when something like Lee comes along with a script uh, for the birthday of Joe, we'll kind of sit down and be like, all right, whatever. And, and it'll be like this sort of like, like we all kind of will fall behind the mm-hmm. person spearheading it, which I think is a very cool thing, despite the fact that at the same time that's happening, we're also kind of all wanting to kill each yeah, other. Sometimes. I've said from the start that I think the thing that we should always push forward is the thing that at least somebody is very passionate about. Right. Mm, that's nice. So yeah. when Lee comes and it makes it easy to do, like, mm-hmm. so when, that's my phone, I apologize. When Lee shows up and with a script uh, that she wrote and she goes, hey guys, I wrote this script. We're like, all right, yeah, cool. Really cool. And then she's like, I want to make it. We're like, great. Because then she has the passion. She produces it. She works with mm-hmm. the editors to make it happen in the shooting and the pre-production. And the same thing with like me and Trivia Bidet. I wanted to make that happen. So I made it happen. So we all become mini producers and we support each other at times. Yeah, it's very nice. You know, I think it's very rare that a tepid idea makes it into the drink. Right? Yeah, I'm trying to think what a tepid idea would be. A tepid idea. How about this? I think we get tepid at times when we fall into the YouTube trap mm-hmm. where we're like, we have to do this show today because this show is expected today. So we've probably made some tepid your world todays. Yeah, maybe. Um, yes, yes. I think we have made, there's been some some videos of your world today that, that I don't think were, were good. But... Like we said in the most recent episode, it also gives an excuse to write jokes, and it's something that, as and a collectively, muscles. we love to do. Yeah. yeah, and it keeps us fresh, and it keeps us like coming into work and, and being. Cre- it forces us to be creative, yeah. even if we drop the ball. And yeah, and a multiple of anything is an A/B test, right? Like if it's something didn't do well, we can <clears throat> compare it to other things and see why and whatever. Yeah. How do you feel creatively? Um, I feel very good. I don't. I feel a uh, like. Uh, I don't know. I'm very excited. So I feel like I'm just in a state of like. It's also the end of the year, so I'm, I'm like. Just like, I know, like I don't want to do 
uh, a lot. But um, yeah, I feel really good. Dude, this has been this has been the best. Like you said it perfectly. It's been uh, the when you said it's exciting and terrifying and you know all those things. I think it's uh, this is far and away truly has been the best year of my life and absolutely has been the most stressful and like I mean it was like not good but uh I remember dude if you'd have told me a year ago uh that this would be happening now I would be over the moon especially if you were like show me some of the videos and the content that we're making and like the the growth that we're seeing I'm like oh thank god but that feeling can go away like in a moment if we see the patreon start to dip if we see this then everything that this momentum that we have and this like excitement and the belief that I have in us as a group dwindles only because it's like what if this all goes away uh immediately Mm -hmm. and so there's almost like a shell-shocked kind of like i'm afraid to step forward and every time i have stepped forward in some way it's been received incredibly well by both the patrons and the audience i think that is uh, true across the board like but there is a sense of like like i just okay like can i should i do this and can i still do this and all that stuff and so i get you know i get in my head and i think we get in our heads because again house of cards we are very we're very worried about growth. When you say house of cards, do you mean the show? Or are you saying that we are built upon a house I'm of cards? I'm saying everything is a house of cards. Like I've, that's how I've always kind of described like okay. professional and personal life. Like if one card got flicked out, if you feel like your foundation is supported by rocks one every, thing, yeah, it's and everything connected. crumbles. I see, I see. Yeah, I see. yeah. But you don't mean house of cards in the sense that it's like a fake facade. You guys, of... we weren't going to say anything, but we we're going to announce it now. We got the rights to House of Cards. We did. Nobody wanted it, so we took it because that last <laughs> season was trash. <laughs> don't at me. It was horrible. Um, I can't believe they did that crap. So we're worried about growth Ugh. so much that I feel like that keeps us from enjoying a lot of the milestones like we should have been enjoying them a lot of the time. Yeah. Because we're, we're comparing ourselves, I think, to a past that wasn't of fair. Course, of which course. Which was a source fed, which came like just skyrocketed. There was different types of support there. We had Phil. We had Google the website backing was it. Different, we had yeah. The website. So we, I think we, there's a subconscious comparison to that type of stuff. I was, just came from Smosh and those numbers were ridiculous. So there's a subconscious comparison mm-hmm. to that. So you have to formulate new goals and new goalposts to measure your success right our growth admittedly on a youtube level hasn't been as fast as we would like it to be true so i think we worry about that a lot but to get back to creativeness creativity um i i am very proud and very uh happy with what we've done and every time we release a your show i think nobody's doing this no this is unique. No, we're the best. I'm super. We're the best. I'm super proud of it. Like, I'm I'm proud of the format. I'm proud yeah, it's of. Good. I'm proud. We of found it. What we do with it. Yeah, we're really good with it. Yeah, the sketches are really funny. They're really and fun. They're different. They're, and they're weird. weird. And they're different every week. Very irreverent. We haven't fallen into a pattern with it. Nope. The couch. The, I mean, again, to be honest, pulled back the curtain even more. We didn't want to do comment commentary again. Correct. But we knew we had like. There was a there was a there was a call for it. People wanted it, but I knew as a group yeah. we didn't want to sit on a couch like that all week, and we were worried about being comparisons and a nostalgia play and all that. Well, and sketch sketches sketch channels don't typically do super well on YouTube. Like if you're just a sketch right. group and you're making sketches, people aren't gonna. You might have one that pops every once in a while, but people want to see your faces. They want to see your personalities. Right. But even in regards to your show and our couch bits on your show, I now think that the couch bits on your show are so unique and different from mm-hmm. the things that we did in the past. Oh, there's it's a totally different piece. I'm really yeah. proud of those too. Dude, it's the best. You know? I have stopped really that it's gotten to a point um where pretty much everything I'm I'm pretty like excited about and proud to do when the time comes. Sometimes yeah. I'm still like I get in my head obviously, but yeah, like the couch now is like 
I mean, it's just, it's become a thing of like, how weird can we make this moment every single moment? You were doing insane stuff yeah. uh, <laughs> the other day. <laughs> and uh, it just becomes, it, it becomes absurd and it becomes, <clears throat> there's almost like an anarchy to it. I don't know. I love it. I think it's very cool. I think on a, I think on some scale, we're like a, um, a very small scale. We kind of, <laughs> I can't emphasize how small the scale is, but if you were to imagine, this is how I'd like to imagine the Valley Folk and, and us uh, four in the dynamic. I think that like, there's all these people that grew up watching like super bad and there's like the Seth Rogen kind of gang and then there's like the the Will Ferrell gang mm-hmm. and then there's like all these like, kind of like friend groups that make funny stuff together and they're all different styles, and I do think we are a very small, like, microcosm of a very unique style of comedy that I think to talk in terms of comedy, like, we all, we're very, like, we harp on that word a lot, but I don't, I also, I don't think it's limited to comedy. Like, I think we could do, I think there's a lot of stuff that is, is down the pipeline that is so um, much more than that. Dude, Joe's, Joe's birthday. Yeah, exactly. That, that wasn't that, a funny video. It wasn't. Nope. Not at all. I, it was I mean there were funny parts for yeah, sure for sure you chuckled like there's like four solid chuckles in it but yet that's yeah. the kind of stuff where it's like oh this is what the potential is and we just have to get there but I think yeah the voice that we have collectively is something that I think I don't know if I didn't believe what comforts me the most is that I believe in the four the whatever happened right. the alchemy thing that I, happens. I appreciated your your anarchy uh <laughs> description of the couch because that really is what it is so i mean we got the four of us got back together because we really do like it when the four of us are together we know that's different it's fulfilling um we can we can go into on in a second and then turn it off when we're done we mm-hmm. realize when we're supposed to be performing and when we're not and there's something about that there's something magical and we enjoyed it a lot but on that couch when the four of us are just riffing and being ourselves there's a synergy that occurs but there is also anarchy it is like we are nations that are in a pact mm-hmm. right it's like nafta oh wow what a great way to put it right but every once in a while somebody breaks off and drops a bomb <laughs> and start some anarchy and does their own thing and then the others have to adapt mm-hmm. and then we just do and then we come back to yep. the pact it's incredible mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it's very strange and unique and it's it's a lot of it's like a weird version of muscle memory like we can fall there's moments where it'll be like we'll be doing something and then when it's over i'm like i have no idea what just happened right. and then not just because i'm like hi <laughs> yeah it'll also be because like i was in the moment and i don't know why we did what we did but it's all very very yeah. fun and Have of you- course when there's a good pact or whatever there's a lot of people supporting that pact so if you just saw the raw footage you might be entertained but we have a, we surrounded ourselves with a good team from the start and they take our our i'm gonna use the word crap but it's lovable crap and they edit it into something perfect if it's on the couch or if it's out doing an out yonder kate and kevin take that stuff and they oh my God. they mold it into a wedding cake of beauty yeah it, uh yes yes you hear that kate you hear that compliment you hear that Kate Plement? <laughs> She's writing it down. Um, yeah, I... Um, oh, and... I, and uh, sorry, real... I don't no, to, please. But I also... Kevin and Kate. Uh, and we also incorporate some freelancers and friends that also know our voices and are very good at it. We've used Darren Gerdner a lot. We've used Len. Dude, this whole... Pl- I, everything you know, we have is kind of... Ryan yeah, Faroki. The love of uh, yeah. others has, has yeah. boosted the quality of what we put out exponentially. I mean, like the logo my brother did. Aaron Andy Massey helped did, us out yeah, a lot. Aaron Massey. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. Um, good people who I think also... A part of them is like, okay, we believe in you and you guys are going to do something. And so it's a very nice, like, affirming thing when something like yeah. that happens because people put so much effort. Um, speaking of the team thing, something we... 
and I won't go into a lot of details, but part of the Uncanny Valley thing and like being like, okay, this is for the VIPs and up and all that stuff. The the reason that we're kind of making a push, I think, to pump up the Patreon in addition to kind of making internal uh, shifts potentially is and would be, in my opinion, a solution. And this is my opinion solely. So please don't take this as a, a, a statement on officially of the Valley folk. But getting back to us as a core group of talent, like I think is... I think all we are right now is just a little throttled by um, the the adult stuff. And I think that the business stuff is what is, um, in my dream scenario, we are a group of four people who it, it, sole job is to support each other's comedy, to make each other laugh, and to make the content that we want to make, mm-hmm. which is why uh, I'm excited for 2019. And I think that we potentially, well, there's, three things I'm very excited about 2019 specifically involving the Valley folk, but one of them involves bringing on someone who would act as a sort of producer, somebody to kind of have our backs. Yeah. Cause that's part of it too. We don't have anybody who is watching our backs. We don't have representation. We don't have, um, I mean, we, we don't have, we have our lovely, uh, business mm-hmm. strategist folks and, and we have that kind of stuff We have the infrastructure stuff. Right. But in terms of talent, in terms of being like, Looking, How do you get your vision out there? We're looking for a hydra. We're looking for a yeah. three-headed beast that can come in and do produce, tell us where to be because we're a bunch of creatives and sometimes our, our discipline can uh, be off kilter, um, be a somewhat of a boss figure, but that person is also kind of worrying about the day-to-day business stuff mm-hmm. and worrying about the emails and making connections and helping us grow. It's like we have gutters in our brains yeah. filled with leaves of admin and how do we take care of it, how do we do this, are we doing the right thing? And if we had uh, somebody to come in and clear out those gutters, those gutters would instead be filled with the joyous, clean rain of creativity, and I think it would produce a higher quantity of uh, content and a higher quality of content. Yeah. And that's what I'm excited about. So we're in trying to find to that, that, that uh, chimera, that, oh. that human that has a little bit of everything, because it's a small business scenario. It is know? a small business scenario, Joe, and I'm very excited about 2019. You know how excited I am about 2019? No, I don't. Why don't you tell me how excited about 2019? We got good stuff happening. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It is gonna be very good. I know yeah. you're. You're. I know we. We. Here's something I want to talk about. You and I argue pretty regularly. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like knockdown dragout type of arguments. Mm-mm. But and we even will, if it is, it's I think not we, never knockdown. We disagree beautifully. Yes. How about that? We've talked about this before, and it's we found out at SourceFed when we got in a. a a sizable disagreement about something and it was something as simple as here's how I feel here's how I feel cool and then we moved on I had never I remember that moment you were laying on the ground in the editing room very early days of source fed and it was like the moment that you have with someone where you realize that you can freely communicate and not feel like they don't respect your opinion or aren't hearing you and I appreciate that you and I can disagree and come from different angles and uh, it's a nice it's a nice thing and we piss each other off sometimes mm-hmm. as well. You have recently pissed me off. I've recently pissed you off. And what we'll do... What did I do to piss you off? What did I do? Um, you can tell. You can say. I think I, I don't think I'd be stepping out of bounds. And then you tell me what I do. Okay. When, when you argue, you intellectually dismiss people at times. Sure, sure. And then it makes it very hard to, to counter-argue with mm. you. That's what happened. Yeah. I also roll my eyes sometimes, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really you bad. You physically mm-hmm. condescend. That's the worst. In the moment. That's what um, I'm least proud of, in addition to stuff we can get into but, later. But So yeah. like that's the worst that we ever get, mm-hmm. and then we're smart enough to where we'll walk away for a second, and then we'll come back and just be like, 
Okay, here's mm. what I said. Here's what you said. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now then we find the beautiful nugget and we move on with yeah. it. Yeah. I think what it boils down to, here's what I here's what my theory is. I think I tend to be okay at recognizing eventually I can get pretty quickly. I'll get there to the point where I'm like, oh, okay, I, I'm wrong. And, but you don't like doing it in the moment because Elliot doesn't like to lose. Well, I don't like to lose, <laughs> and especially I do. I am the gap is closing for sure. There are some people who go through life and they never uh-uh. recognize it. Uh, but I think that also, if I do think something is right uh, or the right way to go because of X, Y, and Z, data, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, you get very logical. I get very logical. I get yeah. this is what it is. This is objective, and I, I, I'm like, let's do this. And then if it me- if it's wrong, we'll we'll correct it. And um. And so then, uh, uh, unfortunately, yeah, I get frustrated because the right. Yeah. But now you have now. What do I do? And now I want to know so I can learn. But that's the thing. I, I should say that yes, you will do that. But you also did what you said. There's self reflection and enough self awareness that you will, you will correct course. Yeah. Or I, if you don't correct course, you'll say I was shitty about this part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've I've been an asshole enough times I, to not be shocked when I when it happens. <laughs> Yeah. I was going through that right now, actually, realizing I was in therapy yesterday. I was like, well, you know, you did this, 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 and this. I was like, shit, um, you got me again, therapist guy. Oh, it was bad. He he just, it's. He, fi- he high fives his assistant right in front of you. Yeah. Got him. The, yeah. <laughs> You've been in here listening You're not the supposed time? to be in here, sir. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, now you have to pay two rates. Yeah. Speaking of um, rates, this is Bud Light. It's a uh, first rate beer, and it's a prop, so please don't judge me for drinking. It's just a prop. It was bought as a prop, and now it's in the fridge. Um, now it's a prop in your belly. I don't know, man. I mean, in terms, we piss each other off all the time. I think we, I think you come from a place that's a little bit more caution based. That's true uh, for good I'm reasons. Afra- I think I'm afraid to take risks yeah. sometimes, and, and it slows us down. I don't have that, and uh, <laughs> but I do have fears as well, and so I think that's where the 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 thing happens. You know what's so interesting? Which is good. Yeah, it's interesting because the 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 the, the station that is us. This is a. This is a Bill and Ted's bogus journey mm-hmm. reference. Um, my caution comes from my personal life, and your risks, I think, come from your personal life because oh, fun. it yeah. really does, right? Because I support this family. I've got I'm the one with the kids. Um, we've talked about it a little bit, but my wife, my wife is sick, and I've got to support that, and that is constantly on my mind. Yeah. So my house of cards is now directly connected to to my profession, and it's like if I mess this up, then that messes mm-hmm. that up, and then oh boy. Right, so I, I do, which also affects creativity and being right. able to be fun, yeah, and lighthearted. So yeah. I think that's where the my caution comes from a bit. There's always a fear of failure that I think I've had a mm-hmm. little bit too. All of us, man. I think we are. All, I think all of our brains are a little mm-hmm. broken in that area. But talking about anarchy, you are in an anarchist stage of your life. You are free. You are yeah. on your own. You're you. You spent many years childhood up until nowish. Uh, I think with a very rigid structure yeah. around you, right? Yeah. That maybe you weren't allowed to take risks or the risks were different. And now you're just like, you're in fuck it, Elliot stage. So even when it comes to business, there's been times where you're like, I don't care if it costs the moon, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm, all, I'm over here in the corner. With yeah. That, and, uh, and I'm like, it proves it'll work based off of whatever. Yeah. Yeah, man. I think you're totally right. I, I, mean, I, I don't know if it's an effort, but it's definitely like a... Um, I feel like I... It's more fun. It's definitely fun. And it's also <laughs> like, there's a... Se- I mean, you know, I don't want to go into all that that stuff, but I things weren't great and then it got better, but it got better as a result, I think, of making 
very tough decisions mm-hmm. and not always in in great yeah. ways. And so I used to making some tough decisions. Yeah, and so I don't. Yeah. I think there's a little bit more like you know effort, but you're right. It's there's a bit of because you're still uh, standing too, and you're like and happy, and I'm yeah, yeah, and I'm well. (laughs) Anytime you say that you're happy, somebody has to be like, "Oh, you're really happy." Like, no, not really happy all the time. But you know, like I'm bet things are good. He's pretty damn happy. I mean, I I like I like life. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, it's a fun. I feel like the result of it is a very beautiful uh, sort of clashing that that yeah. happens. I think it produces really cool things, and I think it'll get better. And I think it, it's mm-hmm. proven. I've calmed down a lot, and you've helped me calm down because I do get very like, no, I want success right now. And I think you yeah. know what else? I think that what happened here's a, we talk about source fed, right? Mm-hmm. You are kind of a different. You're kind of the outlier, I guess here. But like me, Stephen Lee. I mean, speaking for myself, I had never experienced that level of um, attention and, and mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, fame. Like, it is a version of fame. Sure. And when it happened, I think it affected all of us on certain levels. Like, right. it, it was sort of like this, oh, I'm untouchable. I must well, be very good. Steve could barely breathe for six months. Mm-hmm. Steve could barely breathe. I, the audience hated me. That kind of messed me up for a, a mm-hmm. little bit. Or at the very beginning, they hated me, and for good reason. Uh, they were right. And... Um, because I was being a tryhard, but um, I think there's a difference now. The, being older, when you've kind of like gone through that kind of stuff, and you're like, oh, you still want like I I do want big numbers. I know that brings in other opportunities, and it's more fun, and it's just like, yeah, let's like be let's it's, it's show validating what we can do. and shows a bit of stability. Yeah, and it's yeah. like let's take take your price storm everything, and you know all that stuff, but like. There's a difference between that now and what it was at Source. At Source, it was just handed. It was like, here's your, th- your thing, mm-hmm. figure it out. And we did do it. We rose. We exceeded it. We did yeah. really good stuff. But there's there's some psychological... Very. That's what the hardest part has, of this year has been. It's been navigating four different psychologies on a day-to-day basis. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and we are all very different people. Mm-hmm. And we're all older and we're a little bit over um, placating each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's been honestly there's been fights mm-hmm. there's been straight up fights but there's a, we always come back to the family and friends version of ourselves because that's the best version and that's where we want to be and I don't think there would be fights if everybody didn't feel yeah. you know like some stressed out mm-hmm. it'd be weird if everyone was just sort of, mm-hmm. whatever and so, it's very rare and I forget that too yeah and it's very rare on like the creative side of everything that we do I think we've had one one creative blowout very slight. Not even a big deal, and we got over it. Whenever, like we talked before, a script or an idea comes to the table, we read it, we laugh, we try to make it better. We get to this, yeah. uh, we get to the shooting day, we throw that out, we mm-hmm. screw around, we make it better, and then our our post team makes it awesome. Yeah. And it's a process. That's that's it's a very cool process that we've sort of fallen into. I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited. I think it's been a year of. Uh, it feels like how I think it should yeah. feel. We're still, and that's what we've talked. I've talked about with you a bunch. Is that we're growing. It's not as fast as we want to be, but yeah. at least it's still going up, and it takes some time. It takes some time, yeah. It does. It definitely takes time. We're getting there, and we have outside things. We all do our you know, to to compensate yeah. for whatever is not happening here. Here's a question for you: What are your aspirations for? Actually, you know what? I'm going to ask this question after 
uh, Elliot does this ad read. Ooh, I can't wait to dive into this. This is going to be super fun. Guys, listen, let me tell you a little something about something, something, something. Uh, let me tell you something, 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 something. Sorry. sorry Your sorry. stalling Ooh. is great. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> so, sorry. No one notices, too. I'm it's try so and find perfect. You some epidemic sound for this. Um, listen, guys, uh, I do this thing called Stitch Fix. And it's one of my, I'm wearing their pants right now. Uh, Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. So you can go to Stitch Fix. Oh, perfect, yeah. I don't know if it's perfect, but you're you're going to roll with it. Guys, just go to stitchfix.com slash valley and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick items and send to your door. You have a door? How about you have something sent to it? How about a box full of clothes? Then you try them on. You pay only for what you love. You look in the mirror. You go, I'll take this. I'll take this. Ooh, I'll take all of it. Ooh, I'll take none of it. Ooh, it doesn't matter because all uh, all the shipping and exchanges and returns, they're always free, which is really cool. I love that. Yeah. There are no subscriptions required. Uh, I know this for a fact. They are legit here and you can sign up and receive scheduled shipments or you can get your fix whenever you want, which is what I tend to do. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only 20 bucks, which gets applied the moment you keep stuff from Get your sh- shipment, which is pretty cool. All right, so here's what you're going to do. You're mm. going to get started at stitchfix.com slash valley, and do you'll get an extra 25% yeah. off when you keep all the items in your box. That is stitchfix.com slash valley. Get started today. Get started today. Stitchfix.com slash valley. Get started today that actually i think that track worked out pretty well that was nice yeah thank you for choosing that's pretty good good. okay so question for you back to back to you what are your dreams personal and again this is on you you don't have this is you this is you you don't have to worry about all of us Mm -hmm. what are your dreams for valley folk in the near future on valley folk what Um, do you want it to be what things do you where do you want it to go what what projects are you mm -hmm. hoping you can bring to the table or we can somehow find a life in. just a it's just all i want to do is the is a film that's it and i want to have monetary and, and numerical uh success so I, you want to do a film like your 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 basket right now is filled with a bunch of eggs that want to write a script and have the valley folks somehow do a film while keep somehow keeping this alive yeah and i think film is a um yeah exactly and i think film is a sort of a representative example of the general idea of what i think we could do i think we could mm-hmm. make something very right we all <clears throat> grew up wanting to make movies yeah and it's kind of like we we all i mean the point of this i mean it, it, the company I, itself was i in my mind romantically to be like this is how we make stuff like we i i felt like at the end of in 2016 2017 there was so much like i was like how do you crack the formula of being successful what do you do what's the path and i was like none of this works anymore like i was mm-hmm. doing like stand up i love stand up but one of the things about stand up that that people get trapped in is they're like well you go to the comedy store you do that every night you do that where you come to the right, 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 right. and there's like these little fake paths that people pretend there's no path anymore and i think that like rather than run from that i feel like this company is a way of embracing that and going all right we can if we truly want to create if we're truly artists and we truly believe that we have something in us that is a value that can entertain people why not just start making it and and mm-hmm. when you make it i do think it's like you make it for you make it and they come and it you 
that's the yeah. that's the joy. And I agree with that. And I think that's kind of the 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 uh, kernel, um, the heart of where your frustration starts sometimes. And I think we've talked about mm-hmm. that is that you're you are prepared and primed to shoot for the moon right away. You're like, why aren't we do? Why haven't we made the movie yet? Mm-hmm. Right. And and then I come from the not whole, literally, but yeah, basic idea. I'm yeah. making. We got to make the foundation, and once we have that mm-hmm. foundation, we can do whatever we want because that foundation is the launch pad for the rocket that takes us to the moon. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think I think that's great. That's there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Uh, right? I, no, I have no. no and a movie could go anywhere. It doesn't mean it's a movie in the theaters that'd be great it could be on our channel it could be sold it could be just making a movie would oh be yeah dope and and the film is i mean the film tv show like there's pilots that i think that are written that are ready to go that us four would do i mean dude last night it was like 11 o'clock and my buddy uh john deweird a very funny comedy writer uh who we've written stuff with in the past he stumbled upon like a scene that we'd written for a script that was um, basically a news it was a workplace comedy about news and it was starring uh, you, me, Lee, and Steve as a way of pitching it. Like it was oh, back cool. years ago. And I was thinking about it for the past couple weeks because I was like, oh, this is something that like might still have life in it. And he sent me this scene in it that was, I think it was, let me read it to you. This is, please bring it up, be bring fun. it up, bring it up, bring it up. Maybe you won't think it's funny at all. But it, <laughs> You're uh, right. I'll be, I'll be completely candid with you in my review yes. of your spur of the moment it, presentation. <laughs> he said, found this screenshot on my phone and it made me do a full LOL. So the, the story of the sitcom was you and Lee played happily divorced news anchors who pretended to be together to keep your small town fame alive. So basically you you got you get along. I like it. But you are oh and then I think I think you are a sex addict as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've told me about this. Yeah, is great. it's really funny. And yeah. and so then there's this scene where basically the guy, the executive producer of the news channel, dies or kills himself uh, in a funny way, you know. Because we got to establish the dark. Humor we should go in the series. Yes, it's, it's always going to go. Dark. It's going to skew dark. Um, can't help it. And uh, and so then this character comes in, who is sort of this young guy, <laughs> uh, who is this trying to wrangle these crazy characters. You've heard this classic tale mm-hmm. before. And so there's this scene where. Uh, Peter, the the uh, the the executive producer, says, "So you've worked with Jim the long." And he's talking to your character. Mm-hmm. He goes, "You've worked with Jim the longest. Jim is the guy who killed himself." I'm going to ask that on tonight's broadcast, you say a nice thing or two honoring him. It's the least we can do. I know in the small amount of time I spent with him, he really inspired me. The small amount of time is that the guy killed himself in front of him by eating pills and slaying oh, his yeah. face. And, yep. Yeah. Okay. And then um, S- Suzanne, played by Lee, <laughs> says, "You mean the breakfast where he killed himself?" And then uh, Peter says, please do the tribute. And then your character says, standing dramatic, I volunteer. I volunteer to tribute. And then I look confused because I don't know what that means. (laughs) And then you go, Katniss fucking Everdeen. And then I go, is that another sex thing? (laughs) And uh, and that's the end of it. That's fun. It's just a moment, you know? But now that you've said it, I think, I'm just throwing this out there. Let's make that scene. Great, let's make it. Let's just make it here. I thought about totally that too. Could. I was like, why don't we just start doing like, if we, I was thinking about like the term web series is something that makes me want to jump off a cliff, but like we could create samples yeah. of things and yeah, little pitches and that here. kind of thing. Yeah, man. That's really That'd cool. Be fun. It'll, be, it'll be nice. But anyway, uh, all that stuff, t- I think, uh, you know, mainstream success is obviously a huge thing for all of us, but also it's just like, I want a good YouTube channel. Like I want a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. I still think that there is like uh I, the phrase I heard recently was "golden them hills," which is a nice. Oh yeah, golden them dar hills. Yeah, I think that there's. There never hears. I don't think YouTube is dumb. Maybe it is. I don't know. I mean, what? we it is. That's what we should talk about. I, oh, if what YouTube is dumb or not? No, not dumb. Done. Done. 
Oh, it's definitely dumb. Well, I don't. I'm in. Uh, it's been my job for twelve years, so I still don't think YouTube is. I don't. I've never felt that YouTube is dumb because YouTube has supported me, and I think there's so much creativity. I love the freedom of it. I love the community. So free, yeah. I think it's changed a bit, and it's a little disappointing. I think. Uh, How I think so? It, I think it's a primarily a young person's platform now, which I think is another thing that speaks about our growth a mm-hmm. little bit. Is that again, we don't like to harp on it, but we're a little bit older, and I think our fan base is a little bit older, and I don't think they're spending as much time on this platform. Mm-hmm. And if you look at what's trending and you look at what's growing, it's it's for a younger audience which and is by design by youtube right i mean they kind of made so, that but bed. think about think about how it came about youtube was this counterculture thing that came up that came around and the people that were first watching it i think were college students yeah. and maybe some high schoolers those are the ones that discovered it and it was like punk rock so they're the ones that were this is what they were doing when their parents weren't watching right? yeah and then it skewed up a little bit and then these people started to grow up and then it, youtube started to spread and become a little bit more well known right and these 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 initial people that were utilizing the platform have become parents, and a lot of these parents you're talking about yourself right now just put YouTube oh, on for their kids, right? Yeah. So YouTube became the old television. People used to put on cartoons for their kids. So YouTube has been a babysitter for a certain generation for quite a while, and and while at the same time being the cool kids, YouTube mm-hmm. was still the cool kids. So as a kid, you'd be like, I want to see what these people are doing over there. So it started to skew younger and younger, and that's kind of where the, I think the base is now. That's not bad. That's that's what pop music is for the most part. Like It just is what it is. But it makes it harder, I think, for a certain type of content to thrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah, that makes sense. That's an ignorant thing to say if you're not considering all the educational channels which thrive and do well. So I think there's pockets. It is kind of what it is, right? There's pockets of success. You just have to find it, and it's hard to find the pocket. It really is. Do you feel like an outsider in the YouTube world? Do you feel like a YouTuber? I still feel like a YouTuber, but I feel like YouTuber Generation 1 that got to be a part of Generation 2. But that's just my personal That is, yeah, that might be... um... Yeah, I, 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 that I don't like that part. Of, I know why, and I'm not disagreeing. I just hate that that mm-hmm. aspect of the whole the whole thing. Like I, I just, I, think I don't different. think we're, I don't think we're that old. But I know, also know I'm coming from the place of single, no kids, youngest of the mm-hmm. group. So maybe I just am not that old. But I don't know. I don't think our. I think the best days are ahead yeah i'm not yeah i'm not <laughs> saying that with any type of uh foreboding yeah i just think it's it's okay to acknowledge that my my existence within it is different yeah and that's fine it's weathered it's like you're yeah. not impressed anymore like even if we have a video that hits really well none of us are like we're di-, like we don't oh i get pretty excited these days well yeah I, I do. <laughs> maybe right now yeah no i do video, it, 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 that is a validation of the work and the creativity and that always feels nice so i guess i mean in like a egotistical sort of like uh like I don't know. Like I, I feel like we're not. Um, there's a rush that comes with that when you first see it as a youngin, and then mm. then it becomes a goal, and then it becomes a long shot, and then it becomes right. an anomaly. I suppose at the core of your question, I think what you're asking me is, do I think YouTube is a measure of success in the entertainment world? And I think it is. And I don't need to make a like a mainstream movie. I don't need to make a television show to validate my life or the choices that I've made. I have felt successful. I have felt supported in my endeavors. And I feel like I've done some cool things that nobody else has ever done. I also feel like I've made more than most people in mainstream entertainment. I've done so much crap. (laughs) Dude, it's insane. We were talking to um, somebody recently, but it was like, yeah, when you go through your, um, I mean, Bratz and Beretta and then SourceFed and then Smosh and now this, 
I don't know of anybody else who would be more of like a YouTube MVP. Oh, like thank you. You're very, very like, kind. A, no, and it's all, it's, hey, I mean, it's, I think it's an objective fact. And the amount of content that you've made and continue to make is, um, it's in, in a, in a ridiculous amount. It's a lot. It, it's sometimes I wake up and I go, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I guess I I'm don't, tired. I guess my question was coming from like a, I don't know, I don't feel part of, I feel, I don't know if I don't feel part of the YouTube. I don't think we're mainstream YouTube world. We're like punk rock YouTube on YouTube. Yeah. Like we're, we're very different. We're on the outskirts. And I, that's not a bad thing because we're proving that you can make something with that. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's the coolest thing. And again, these educational That's channels. the rebellious thing that right? we still are. When people are like, this is like old school YouTube, I think on in some ways I'm like, well, yeah, but it's also like new and fresh and the best stuff we've ever done. But at the same time, I think what they're also saying is it's old school YouTube in the sense of we just don't give mm-hmm. a shit. We're being idealistic. <laughs> I mean, we do, but we don't. You know what? It's the uh, not having to follow a path is so interesting now not just on youtube but in entertainment in general like you were saying because you brought up stand-up and one of the the things that was just announced this morning by mike is that his stand-up show the thing that he got tired of doing everybody else's thing and he started doing that crowd work show was started out at a small theater and now it's at the freaking hollywood improv yeah i mean mike took that's so cool mike uh later this forget what time july or something like that i kind of took a conscious step back from stand-up and then mike just went full bore Mm -hmm. and as a result he has i mean we just did the show in san francisco and it was super fun even though it was a crowd work show and it was weird because everybody always knows my stories (laughs) it's hard to do crowd work when they've already been worked you heard this one and you know (laughs) talked about it um say that one crowd work bit you do yeah and it's like which is yeah, yeah anyway um so anyway yeah i i think that he's killing it like he just went yeah. and he he also went and did we can talk a lot about the rebellious natures and we can talk about like paths to follow and like the the marks to hit but mm-hmm. what mike did in the world of stand-up is work his ass off yeah he did so hard yes, and it's he did. like that will also get you some version of uh of success, hopefully, but uh, yeah, I mean, he hard just hard work, man. Hard work in consistency. Yeah, yeah. I went through a thing where I was like, after um, about halfway through the year, where I was like, what? Okay, so the beginning of the end of last year, I did a video on my channel where I was like, I'm gonna do a second hour of stand up. I'm gonna do college shows. I'm gonna start a company. And mm-hmm. I was like, it was one of those things where it was like, I don't know, you know, I'm gonna make a video and maybe this will happen or maybe it won't. But it was one. I I don't want to do that. I hate doing that when people are like, I'm gonna do this, this, and this, and it's like a way of making themselves do it you know right it's like more of a checklist but that's than... what you did and then you did it i did it did all of it which was beautiful yeah was i hope so you high-fived cool. yourself that's insane what you just that list that you just said is life-changing it was a people. big <laughs> big one it was a <laughs> yeah. big one yeah and i looked back and i was sort of like oh well now i um now i don't know now i don't know what to do and so i i sort of have been like letting the brain simmer a little bit but mm-hmm. um yeah that's which is sort of gotten i was we talked about this but i was yeah. did like the Getting into um, education, getting into what other interests yeah. I have. What interests do you have outside? You had something to say, though. I'm kind of... Kind of oh, angry. well, no, 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 no. You know what? We'll go into that interest on the outside and what I think is the awesome that we could go into oh. in the, the, the new year as well. But... Uh, after I talk about Box of Awesome, <laughs> segue! Let's see if this theme is good. Let's see if this fits. Epic adventure theme. Yeah, I like it. Oh, this is very good. This is this perfect is for this, hey, uh, guys. this product. When you're constantly on the go, grinding away at the office or hanging out with friends, there's not much to think about in upgrading your style or your apartment. And that's why there's 
Box of Awesome from Bespoke Post every month. These guys are scouting for quality and unique products to send in each box. And now you can experience too at boxofawesome.com. Here's what they do. It's really sweet. They send you themed packages of just cool stuff that ups your style. It's like plus 11 points in the style category. For instance, there's the Churchill box, which Elliot just got. Yeah. Which had a bunch of unique cigars. It had a awesome <gasps> wood, reclaimed wood ashtray. It has so cool. Oh man, it has a candle. Lights. Oh, the yeah, candle. Oh, and the candle atmosphere. goes in the ashtray when you're. I smoked cigars last night. I smoked the cigars in the ashtray. Were they good? Oh my god, it was amazing. Yeah, I bet the ashtray. Two different flavors. Oh, oh two different flavors. Felt what? like a real. Felt like a real boy. What flavors were in that box, Elliot? Uh, of the cigars. Yeah. Mild and not as subtle. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. Boom, Churchill. Get your Churchill on. There's also an alchemy box, which is really cool. Which is just a uh, you can upgrade your home bar with pro level cocktail wares. Ooh, it's so good. Let's see, what do they got in here? They got uh, they got the Boston Shaker. They got the Bar Spoon with Muddler, Japanese-style Jigger, Hawthorne Strainer, Slow Crafted Bitters. But anyways, they got all of these cool boxes, uh, a lot for men. They even have a her section on the site, so check that out. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So treat yourself this holiday season or outside of the holiday season. Why not? To get started, visit boxofawesome.com and answer a few short questions that will help them get a feel for the boxes that'll best go with your style. Whether you're in search of the perfect drink, a well-kept pad, or jet setting in style, Bespoke Post improves your life one box at a time. Oh, the music is done, so I'll go back to normal, <laughs> normal talking. Each box goes for under 50 Get really serious at the end. We there just we go. That's Christmas-y. perfect. Let me turn this... Uh, <laughs> let me turn this... Steve's not here, everybody. We're figuring it out. Let me turn the Christmas song off. All right. Each box goes for under 50 bucks, but has more than $70 worth of unique gear waiting inside for you. The first of each month, you'll receive an email with your box of details. You'll have five days to change the colors and sizes or add extra goodies to your box. If you're not feeling that month's box, skip it, dog. From barrel aging kits to limited edition cigars, we talked about that. Weekender bags to classy dop kits, Bespoke Post offers essential goods and guidance for the modern man or woman. Man, dude, this is three for three on ads where I'm just like, these have all changed happy. my life. Yeah. To receive 20% off your first subscription box, go to boxofawesome.com and enter the code VALLEYCAST at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code VALLEYCAST for 20% off your first box. Bespoke post themed boxes for guys that give a damn. Boom. Moving on. It is perfect bachelor uh, stuff, too. Right. It's just yeah. like that, like, yeah, I got it. Now I'm a man. Everything is dark and oh, mahogany. So cool. It makes <laughs> me feel cool. It makes me feel like a cool person. Um, so, okay. Speaking of awesome, going into the new year. Yes. Here's what I think. Uh, uh, goals that I, I had when we first started this that have, I, some have changed, some have not. I really want to um, grow our, po- our podcast, pod- podcast, podcast game. Yes. I think... There's another two or three. We have some really good ideas that we need to do. We just need to find the time mm-hmm. and to schedule them while balancing all these things. And that's where this person that we want to hire coming in could really help out. But I want us all to maybe... I want the Valley folk themselves to bring another one or two podcasts to the table. And then I want to help other people bring podcasts to the table and turn the Valley cast into a bit of a network yeah. where we're just supporting creative people wanting to do creative, unique, different things with podcasts and get their voices out there. That's Yeah, that was um, part of the... the um, thing I was excited about this episode of the Valley Cast is it was like a test. It's a to test see of the, see if we could do it, and I feel like we're doing okay. It's just not what it would be as a podcast, and not like a like I don't know. It's I like the um, 
there's like a relaxation that that comes mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's also not based in like needing to be super on and i like the late i like the late yeah there's a competitive onness when the four of us are together because we Uh want to make each other laugh yes Um, exactly so i want to do that i want to i want to grow out certain ideas that we have i really do truly think that trivia bidet could be our hot ones Mm -hmm. and we'll bring guests in and, and do fun competitions or interview styles with that and i think it'd be really funny and different and unique and very valley folk Mm -hmm. um been working on some to bring on some sponsors for that. Uh, <laughs> it could be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to merchandise some of our games. I want to take the movie, uh, movie, movie game, kind of m- yep. build it up a little bit more, make it uh, a little bit more of a robust idea, and I want to turn that into a card game. Cool. Like the Valley Folks first card game, and I want to send that out because I think it's really good. It is really good, and people will love yeah. that game. I don't think it's the most unique idea because people have played that. That's what makes before, it work, but. We will we will give our unique version of it. Oh, people have played play that game. I've oh, never sure. heard of it. Like, yeah, I don't think it's. I think they might have. Yeah, I think it's been oh. around. People have played versions of it, right? Cool. Um, For those of you who aren't familiar, if you haven't seen it, here's an example. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 a boy gets left behind while his family goes to. New York, and he has to, or what his family goes to Christmas, and he has to protect his alone on the ranger. <laughs> I'm not good at the game. Home I'm a, the worst alone person. on the ranger. Home alone on the ranger. But anyways, I have an idea to make that very um, unique and, and bigger than that, so that it would be a fun card game for people to play at home. Yeah, so, man, that's so cool. Because if you bring, if you made it look high quality yeah. and highly well and well branded and stuff, I think yeah. we, that's where the business side of us needs to think a little differently, right? Like we we're, we're used to making videos and doing shows. Now let's try to make some things outside of ourselves mm-hmm. in that realm. Um, I love that, man. Yeah, and and like merch merchandise wise, I've never wanted our merch or anybody's merch to. Uh, oh, and this is a problem I had with my time at Smosh is that people only want to buy so many things that say Valley Folk. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a cool logo. This is an alternate version of it right here that I'm holding up, the night version. But once you have a hoodie or a shirt, you may not want much more than that. And I get that. I think we should be trendsetters. I think we have a cool base for Mm -hmm. we could have this cool retro outdoorsy um, merch line that is more trend setting than opposed to putting our logo on the trends yeah you know and i think we could do that i think we have the team that would like um be excited to build that up yeah but that's but that's just me that's i'm 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 silent because i'm have thoughts and yeah yeah i I know I know who we should talk to. Yeah. Television. Uh, I would love for us to have a pilot script in the back of our pocket that we God. could take out. We're I would good. love for us to, like you two. said, make a movie and all that two. stuff and, and just get the Valley Folk name out. I'm not looking for, I mean, it'd be great to have this uh, this rocket into success, but as long as we're, and we're going to shoot for that, but as long as we're still continuing on, on an upward trajectory, mm-hmm. that will feel good. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. I would like, really that is the the most basic is just the core growth and like yeah. sustainability and be like okay like mm-hmm. that cuz that's what leads to the good the good stuff yeah. um and i'd like to do more of our strengths as well yeah. like i want steve and myself and lee to do more music like i think mm-hmm. we can, we should have music videos we should have an album out by the end of this year yep. you know we should i think we should do a little bit more of the intellectual stuff that you would like to dip into 
We'll see. And not be afraid of that, like the the new stuff philosophy. Let's just try it. Yeah, I would like to get back to uh, to that. I don't know what what the the market is for that, and I don't know exactly what the voice is either. But yeah, I think a part of that's going to be, um, especially looking at kind of st- structural changes uh, potentially to accommodate uh, growth oriented moves. Um, part of that is me being like, oh, I I'm, think I'm going to try to start making videos again on my channel but it's been a long time mm. that i've i mean you i tried filming tired man tired and then even if i'm not tired i filmed it i filmed one more, i tried it 10 literally over 10 times and i yeah. i got the footage and i it was fine and it looked good and or fine it yeah. looked fine and i was just like what am i doing like uh. it was just totally it was the first time that in a year that i've talked directly to a camera and been like hey guys it's me elliot Ooh, what's up hey, elliot uh would you have to say hello to mr second guessing yeah you've never done that never you've never oh, looked no. at a camera and uh. been like bop, 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 bop. oh no not really not as like a Very... this is joe this is my life uh-uh, not really i'm gonna turn the sound yeah, off on this because yeah. what okay uh, what are we at kate Hour three. Okay, cool. Though, then I have one more thing that I would like Please, to discuss because yeah. we're talking about the business and moves in the future and stuff like that. This is a legit one, and we've complained about this a little bit before, but this is for real. Another thing that we want to do in the next year is stream. Um, we have because we we realize that there's a future there for us. YouTube is different; it's a different beast. You're playing the algorithm, but there's something about streaming, and we're not saying a video game. We will do video games probably because there's a casualness to that on Twitch that is very uh, alluring and we're pretty fun when we do it. But we also want to break Twitch. We have a lot of ideas that would be more performance-based in a live setting, and we want to move towards that. Real-time, Im- think real-time improv shows right. kind of. Like, we haven't shows, yeah. because straight up, we don't have internet in our office. We have like one up, one down speed. We've tried to hack everything. We have went to every competitor in the area no dice we've went to spectrum who is in the area it'll cost us 50k to get internet actual internet real internet installed in this building so it's a no-go and just so you're clear we it that was not what we were, were told under the impression that we get, yeah which yeah, is part of it I, I feel like people are gonna hear that and they're like didn't you check yeah. and we it's make like, rookie well, mistakes yes and there was a rookie <laughs> mistake but it wasn't the biggest rookie mm-hmm. mistake um we hacked the internet through a through a sim card and uh through Verizon and and their assurances, and we paid more for internet last month than we did for rent on the building, and that was a bad month. So this is a a, very, very, very bad month. This is a legit growing pain, (laughs) and we've made it work by going over to Steve's, bless his heart. Most employees of most places wouldn't let the company infiltrate their house to to do anything, but Mm -hmm. he's let us stream there, but it's not what we want to do. We want to get here early in the mornings and stream for two hours and kind of use that as a warm-up to get the creative juices flowing for the day, spend some time on the platform with the fans. Remind ourselves that this is fun. Yep, do some things and build streaming the way it needs to be built, which is constant, which is a lot, but we can put that into our day, but we haven't had a chance to do it. So that is something that we are shooting for in the new year, and in saying that, we don't know if this is going to be our home much longer. Yeah. So we might be on a journey. Yes, we might be on a journey, which means we, in that with journeys goes money. And uh, yeah. yeah, and so that, I guess, is the which final. Which we have to. That's the risk. This is the biggest risk that we need to take. That would be the one where, yeah, it would be like, well, this is a no-brainer. Um, yeah. And this isn't a guarantee. It's a painful no-brainer. We're looking. We've This has become our home. We've made do, and there's a lot of things that we like about it. And if we get, if we have to stay here, we're going to find a way to make it work as best as possible. But we're we're looking. There isn't, despite that, there is not a day that I'm not incredibly like proud when I yeah. open the door. Like it's there's our home. something. Yeah, it's a very beautiful, very beautiful thing. I feel very like uh, oh, in case 
the seriousness of this podcast is any I don't want to deter uh, anybody or or give the impression that um it's not lost how cool all of this still is and how insane it all is because I feel like it's like we yeah because of the Patreon and because of the support of people who I think get what we do mm-hmm. I get to go to work every day and we get to walk in I get to walk into this office and it's, I love getting here early and I love staying late sometimes um not really and uh but I love getting here early in the morning it's freezing and I make mm-hmm. coffee you make coffee and it's just like I don't know it's beautiful like it's That's our this thing. is yeah it, it is already a dream come true and it's this year has been a dream come true and I feel like anything that we're talking about is adding to that dream and like yeah we want stability you especially it's a like that makes it dampens the sort of romantic notion that I might be able to have because I can walk in and be like, yeah, this is great. But at the same well, time, and it is great. That's yeah. The, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it is great, especially because I mean, look, like the, the Rome is falling a little bit in this, um, in the, in the digital industry. Yeah. Like for sure. everyone, and not even, you know, views, but, but companies and yeah. And company, I mean, dude, you, you got out like right before the door was, yeah, yeah man. And, uh, and that's not the only one. All of these multi-channel networks and digital companies that have put their their chances and their fates on the back of of internet YouTube-based uh, content have kind of fallen in the last year. And it's scary and it's sad. Like we're surrounded by a bunch of people that are looking for homes and trying to figure out what their next steps are. And you know we're trying to support them as best we can, and at the same time realizing how fortunate we are. Yeah, that we're getting to do this. And that's, that's not lost yeah, on us. Yeah, it's it's um it's not lost to the point that I'm like I don't and this is just me my personal stuff but there's a part of me it's like I don't deserve this. Like this is I was like I don't know I I was it was the other night and it was related to this this job but I was telling you about it a little bit but I was at my home and uh Peter was there Peter my roommate and we did a podcast together called Fundamentalist. Fundamentalist. Anyway. Fundamentalist. Um, Fundamentalist. Check it out. Great plug, Elliot. <laughs> but we had some people over Tongue don't go back. Yeah, don't go back. Tongue don't, <laughs> don't go, go back. back. Oh, I miss Stephen Lee. It is not, it's I love doing this but it's, yeah. you know of course I miss him. Um so anyway, the uh, but I was there and I was like I got home like 2 hours. Oh, it was the day that um you gave me the uh, the stuff the, that I ate that didn't go well that I put in oh. my mouth, and not to spoil it, but um, guys, it's not that it wasn't a sex thing. Okay, it was a it was a oh, it does it was sound a like sex a sex thing. thing what I just said, <laughs> yeah, you put your in my mouth. And, it didn't uh, go well. It didn't go well. But uh, you I, went to the hospital. I, I was uh, I, I was game to try the thing that I oh, underestimated the power of, and it it wiped me out. I talked about it on my Instagram story. I, I've already talked about. Yeah. it. I was given chewing tobacco, and I was like, "This will be fine." And I was like, "It'll be fine." You know, my stomach can handle anything. And um, I have not experienced. It was I. It was like my spirit was taken. This from is me. my gesticulation version of what happened to you that day. Don't oh. forget the high. Yeah, the Whoa. high was really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just yep, dead. Nothing, dead. Vomiting, horrible stuff. And uh, somebody, somebody like in my DMs was like, "Dude, you vomit constantly. Like, stop vomiting. <laughs> stop vomiting." I was like, "I, th- I was like, eh, okay." True. But anyway, so I felt sick, went home. Even that was such a fun day. You guys were all so sweet about everything. And then I was with Pete. I was having friends over, and I was like, "I get to go to work tomorrow and like make funny." Jo-. And I was like. 
what happened? How did this happen? Yeah. And I know it was it's a ton of work and it's super stressful. Man, thank you to everybody. I yeah. really it's I wish I could Lot- I can't convey without getting uh, emotional. Yeah, so, uh, thank you to everybody. Our patrons are our, our wonderful um production support staff here, all the all the friends and family that that have supported us along the way. So let's end this on a super high note. Yes. Right? Cuz like you said, there it felt like there was a lot of complaining, but it was more being real mm-hmm. about it all. I'm gonna. It's a high number, but we can rattle through it. Five. What are you? Five favorite things you've done or made this year with the Valley folk. What are five moments that just stick out to you? You don't have to elaborate. Well, the birthday of Joe's far and away, sort of. I think our calling card right now. I mean, it's okay. It captures, I think, most things. It's re- it, I'm. It's very good. Don't the mean to toot my own episode, horn, but oh, you did great. That's dude. a toot sound. I think it's, I told you I think it's the best thing you've you've like acting. Oh, you were acting was so good at the turkey. Um, I was I actually watched the whole thing this morning. Uh, the second episode of your show, um, where we made joke where we said live from New York it's Saturday. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Funny. Uh, and um, your world today, certain moments in it I think are amazing. Certain moments where we're all just hanging out. There's and magic then, with that. Oh, show and sometimes. then the honestly, dude, the um. The live shows, the traveling with you guys, Buffer, uh, yeah. getting to kind of reform and work through stuff and like push through and freak mm-hmm. out and, and come out the other side has been yeah. my favorite. I liked your show in general. I really do feel mm-hmm. like we knocked it out of the park. I love the old version, which was we made a television show. For three weeks in a row, we made a television show. That thing was 22 minutes plus every single time, multiple segments. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I think we proved that we can do it and we did it with a small, amazing, awesome mm-hmm. team. Um, but I love what it is now too. Your yep. show across the board makes me happy. It was every you're, week. It does prove that the that we can be like all right and yep. like make it happen. It's, it's yeah. It was different. It's it, it's different. It's wacky. It's crazy. It's it's heartfelt at times. I love it. Um, Buffer Festival loved it. I loved going up to Toronto mm-hmm. with, and and experiencing not just uh, watching our stuff on the big screen, but also that experience was hearkening back to I feel like. Just focusing on the creation as opposed to the creator. And mm-hmm. I've talked about that before. I liked that. I feel like all of these... Oh, what a nice way to put it. Yeah. yeah. All did you pe- say that or did they say that? that I said like... that. All these people came together and it was about the art this time. Other than, uh, VidCon, VidCon is wonderful. Love it. But it's not about the art. It's about the people. It's about the creator. It's yeah. about the personality. And that's what most YouTube events are now. This was us sitting in a theater and watching what people made and it was great. And it was like a... Oh. Yeah, I, we're I not because sometimes we can have egos. And we're like, yeah. we're doing the best stuff, oh, and then people, we watch some of that stuff, and we're like, oh, yeah, no, oh, we. The music video category <laughs> blew me out of the water. I left inspired because yeah. of that, and the city was yep. beautiful. We had a great karaoke night. It was amazing. Yep. I loved that. Made I love also, with Nicholas Hamilton a lot, constantly. Yeah, uh, what a wonderful, wonderful man. Who is now a man? He's a man now. He's a man. Uh, <laughs> he's a man. Um, to clarify when I to make the joke that I just sticking said on the travel bug. I loved um, Arizona. We mm-hmm. sold out a comedy club months after coming back together and mm-hmm. that isn't because of us that's a testament to the people that are supporting us and willing to travel and willing to be there it's never not a shock though like it's gonna i'm dude any if it's buffer at the end and we go down and there's like do you remember like there were a lot of people a lot of creators at buffer and it seemed like and i could be wrong there was a substantial amount of people that were there viewers to, and fans to see us and meet was, us and it it still is sort of like i don't know i think collectively we we I don't know collectively, but I think you and I tend to be like, oh my, like it's still shocking. Oh, every time, every single time. And it was shocking uh, in Arizona when we went to karaoke and we had a wonderful night. Mm -hmm. These karaoke nights, and we're hoping to have one in New York this weekend, 
they might be the overall favorite. They are so much fun. Dude, we were hyping them up to the point now that we're going to start getting banned from uh, from karaoke. I was thinking about it, and I was like, because I told somebody that in the on the Patreon, they were like, do you, are you going to whatever? And I was like, yeah, I was like, we might go to karaoke after it. And then doing the math, I was like, that's about 400 people. Yeah, they're not all going to show up. Think about every time we've went somewhere, some people show up. Yeah, this is a big one, though, right? I mean, this Maybe. is like- We'll find out. Stay mm-hmm. tuned. Let's, um, yeah, we'll be care- let's be careful not to tweet it out. And then uh, I guess the other two, I'll just <laughs> throw out some specific videos. I still think one of the most creative, like we did a very internet-y thing, was Cake While Eating Cake. I love that video. Yes. Singing Cake While Eating Cake was sparred from a, or spurned, or uh, birthed, or spored. Spawned. Yeah, spawned from a <laughs> uh, a live stream. Yeah. It's one of those like beautiful full circle things. We're playing a dumb game um, at Steve's house. Dude, like the second thing we did was three Tims and a Tina where yeah. I played a war veteran who was testing out the sense of candles. <laughs> Which is awesome. There's no way that company's not going to be successful. It was awesome. We're going to be huge. <laughs> so Cake Eating Cake, I love. It's just, it, it, mm, it's yeah. so good. And I like that we're like, I was a You 30, edited that, didn't you? Yeah. Man, you did a great job. 35-year-old man doing that still. It's great. I yeah. love that. And it's, there's, a, there's a childlike sense that I, I, I love. And then I- Play. Yeah, you yeah. like the play. You're really good at injecting play into moments that might otherwise become very structural and very like, this is what it needs to be. Which we do have some, which we mm-hmm. tend to almost fall in sometimes. And then I like um, movie game. I love movie game and I love yep. trivia bidet. I think these, these are ideas that, could become something. Movie game, trivia bidet, any of these things that you... You're like, you're a savant when it comes to these kind of strange ideas that are us in front of a camera doing something. Like, it's so simple, but you will add your own twist. It's like, it's, I think, a result of being on YouTube for 75 years, but it ends up being like the stuff that, unfortunately, if we... Not unfortunately, but if we didn't have it, we would be in a bad... We'd be in a much worse place because you're adding the thing that, like, I think... Is sort of you like it's the it's the bread and butter. I it's think. the yeah. It's it, it, well, your show's the bread and butter, but you know what I mean. It harkens to the platform that we're on, but it's our spin on it, which is so cool. That's what that's you're doing. our rules that we always do yeah. a spin. Uh, it harkens to shoot water up our butt. Yeah, it was real good. You should yeah. watch it. Um, but the late night late late night television is starting to do this stuff. Like I feel mm-hmm. like our team could go and work at a at a Kimmel and help add great ideas to yeah. something like that you know support a staff like that or become and be that ourselves we could do a late night show yeah you know um, i agree with that and also something that i think is really interesting i'm gonna throw this out i know we're gonna wrap up and all that stuff uh uh i read this the did you read the new york times i think it was new york times article of ellen or maybe it was new york she's Sorry. about to go do stand-up again or something her yeah her special comes out this month it's called relatable but basically like you know you hear these kind of like rumors about ellen and yeah she's not exactly she doesn't have a reputation of being cuddles and oh fluffy. really yeah she's she's has a reputation of being kind of hard which i don't care or mind necessarily but it's about this whole article it's like an expose on you should read it it's fascinating because she's basically talking about being stuck in a kind of like cookie cuttery sugary host mentality Ooh, she wants more and she wants more and so she's doing this special where and the 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 writer of the piece is like even in her you know this show's called relatable and the joke is that she's making you know she made 87.5 million dollars last year or something like that so yeah. like the joke is that she's not relatable but she also is trying to be like a little bit more um raw and a little bit more dark and a little bit like she's swearing but she's still incorporating some of the daytime stuff mm-hmm. but i've heard this evil ellen y- evil ellen yeah i and i i wonder i don't know i i look at people like that and the trajectory that they go on and i'm like it's i what version of that is what what is our version of when we all go 
what shell are we breaking out of? And I feel yeah, like what's the next thing. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of what adds to the couch is a certain universal desire for all of us to break out of whatever shell that we have found ourselves in. At least that's my like mentality. I'm just like just mm-hmm. do just do weird weird stuff and stop. You know, get out of your head a little bit. But anyway, which you have, you've done a lot of awesome weird stuff. That's very sweet. Recently, it's been really fun to watch. Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it a lot. I feel like I'm 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 re-entering silliness a little bit, but um. Yeah, man, it's it's cool. But the Ellen definitely read the Ellen piece and yeah, the, going to. the late night hosts and that kind of that whole world is um such a cool thing for cool. me and it's very yeah, inspiring. Yeah, it's, it's alluring. There's something. There's a part of me that's like, I think I could do very well in that world. Mm-hmm. I think I could help a team there do some really oh, cool stuff. You could host it, man, or host it, or whatever. I just feel like I could do it. Yeah, I could have. You de- see it energy you could wise. Do it. I would have destroyed it at 25. I wonder what it's like entering that world when you're older. Nah, you'd be even better now. Maybe. You're I'm, calmer. You're I'm more collected. Sleep all the time. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. want to sleep. But those shows are shot in the daytime, so we're good. Yep. There you go. Um, I think that's it. What a good conversation. That was a nice joke. Okay, was that good? What did you think of that? Is there any questions that you would have asked that we should have answered? I was going the same thing, Joe. Excellent uh, prompt. Was there anything that we were you were like they should talk about this, or did we nail it? What's that? No, just in general, you know, if we're being all candid about this company. Was there Is there anything that as a curse uh, upon? Uh, Mm-hmm. We good? Okay, Kate says nothing, we're good. Nothing popped into your head? No. Oh, there you go. Just use this oh, podcast. Really? Okay, we're not going to do an interview with Kate now. Yep, we did it. Kate, you can just take we, our audio. From she's this. got everything she needs from this. Um, okay, again, thank you to everybody listening to this. Thank you to everybody that watches all our stuff. Thank you, if yes. If you want to support us and help us grow, go to patreon.com slash thevalleyfolk. There's a lot of cool things. We have a new exclusive show there. We post bloopers. There's discounts for merch. We're actually building that out, and that feels nice, too. We're, st- we're trying to get better at that. Delivering on the stuff, yeah, which feels we're, good. We're trying to get better at our at our Patreon game, and I do feel like it's worth your time to go there. A lot of the stuff is on YouTube, but there's a lot of really cool behind-the-scenes and exclusive stuff oh, on man, the, the Patreon bloopers. as well. Yeah, the, oh, so good. All right, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Kate. Yeah, man. Bye-bye.